Mediated Conversation on SAFM. 27 minutes now to 9. The time time for your Mediated Conversation this Wednesday morning. On Monday, the Competition Commission announced its findings with regards to how online marketplaces and search engines are working. When you search for a service or goods on Google, the most prominent results that you see are not necessarily the firms that provide the best service. It's not really an accurate response. In fact, they're the firms that pay Google to be prominently displayed. The Competition Commission has made certain findings about that this week. It's also made findings against the biggest online marketplace in the country, Take-A-Lot. The Commission says Take-A-Lot can no longer have one company structure that is both running its own retail division and running third-party sales. In other words, the Commission appears to be saying it's not fair for Take-A-Lot to both sell toilet paper and operate as a marketplace for other people who will compete with it, selling their own toilet paper. These findings could have a big impact on what you see in search engine results, but could also have an impact on the economy and which companies succeed and which companies fail. It's incredibly complicated. First this morning, you'll hear from the person who chaired this inquiry. James Hodge is the chair of the Online Intermediation Platform Market Inquiry and also the chief economist at the Competition Commission. Then you'll hear from someone who's been operating in the space for many years. Kevin Tucker is the founder and CEO of the site PriceCheck. And finally, Brendan Peterson is the editor and consultant at the Reframe Group, who's been looking at this as well. We start then with the chair of the online intermediation platform market inquiry at the Competition Commission, James Hodge. James, good morning and thank you for your time. Thank you, Stephen. It's a big report. There's several findings. Let's start with the findings around Take-A-Lot. Why do you believe Take-A-Lot has been operating unfairly and needs to change? Well, I think it's important um, to position this. So a market inquiry is not necessarily about abusive behavior, deliberate efforts to undermine competition. It, it also extends to around the business models, the structure of the market, and some of the economics of these markets that can result in, in features that adversely affect competition. So within the, the, the e-commerce marketplace, this sort of hybrid model where you retail yourself and you also offer a marketplace has become the dominant model um, in e-commerce because it enables you to get scale very quickly. But there is a fundamental conflict of interest. I mean, you've got retail personnel in your pay that you incentivize to, to go and increase their sales and um, they're competing with others on the platform. And there may be incentives, obviously, for them to now undermine their, their direct competitors on the platform. So that's why um, the, the approach has been to say, well, let's segregate these within your organization, put up a Chinese wall. Your retail buyers, they can't have access to the data of the sellers um, in order to approach their suppliers, understand their cost structure, and, um, and let the sellers compete fairly and put in place an, an employee code of conduct that protects that. So those are the kind of things we're looking at. Um, it doesn't add a, a major cost to take a lot in our view, but it provides the kind of governance structure that should give marketplace sellers a fair shot at um, introducing products that they invest in, in discovering, in promoting, in generating consumer interest. To have that taken over by by um, a retail buyer from Take a Lot would be um, undermine that innovation and incentive. There's also a provision, as I understand it, and I intend to keep using toilet paper as my example. If you're selling toilet paper on Take a Lot, before this, you could not sell that toilet paper for a cheaper price anywhere else. In other words, Take a Lot had to have the lowest price for a good. What impact does that have on the market? 
Yeah, so so Take-A-Lot has, you know, what you call price parity. Um, and that's a feature we've seen in food delivery. We see it uh, strongly in, in travel with Booking.com. But in essence, someone who sells on the marketplace cannot sell it cheaper on their own website. So Take-A-Lot doesn't stop you selling it cheaper on another uh, marketplace. But on your own website, you cannot sell it uh, cheaper. You must at least have as good a price on Take-A-Lot. But essentially what that does is undermine that, that competition from another channel. Um, your own website could compete and should compete. And if it's important discipline, because if take a lot, um, it offers a great service to marketplace sellers and it, it charges them for that. But if they were to start charging excessively high rates, well then, you know, a seller may want to say, well, let me, let me push my own uh, website. Consumers will get it cheaper. So that's all of those are important for competition. Um, you know, it's the same with booking.com and travel that hotels cannot price lower on another platform or on their own, own sites. And we've spoken even to big hotel groups who say, well, look, actually I would like to price in, in, in an innovative way. And maybe I want to price slightly higher to foreign travelers booking through booking.com. And maybe I want to use a local platform to, to target domestic travelers um, in a different way. But all of this restricts me from doing that, and it restricts the the local platforms like Lekaslap and 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 Safaricom and AfriState from actually offering a better service at a lower commission fee to to hotels domestically. Then there's uh, Google, and you made certain findings here. So, as I understand it, James, you're not ordering them to change how they order the display of their search results or the prominence given to advertisers. But you are ordering a change to some of what they display. What do you want them to change? So with Google, as you pointed out in the opening, um, their business model is an advertising-driven one. So you get the paid results at the top, and then you get the so-called free results after that. And and the problem is when 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 most consumers go to look for your toilet paper example or to book a hotel, they start on Google, type in what they want, and then they're presented with um, the the options at the top. And those are the big platforms that are paid to be there. And because it's paid results and they have a large budget, they can be on more searches for more consumers and at the top. And that does distort competition. So the findings on Google are just about how their business model now influences the next layer of platform competition. So you're right, we haven't asked them to change and, and initially we did, but in engagements with them, you know, to change how a search engine operates is a major in re-engineering. And so we considered that, but considered the, the fact that this may not be practical or reasonable um, given the type of harm we're looking at. So instead, we're looking at ways in which they can, using their current business model, promote South African platforms, um, including Kevin's price check, who you'll hear from next, and and smaller South African platforms. So not necessarily the take a lot, but the smaller ones uh, that that compete in that space and have a niche offering. So this will be through through a number of things. The first is a South African flag um, and a South African filter on your search. So at the top of Google, you should be able to filter for South African sites. And, and so consumers who want to support South African can easily identify and do so. Um, the other is through, through having a specific um, carousel for, for shopping and for travel. And I'm sure Kevin will talk more about this that will displace South African sites um, and also smaller sites 
at the top of your your sort of free results. And that's almost akin when you go and look for your your running shoe on Google, you'll get a little shopping carousel at the top. So in in essence, something similar that will will come up, um, and also allow these people to add add more rich content like um, you know pictures and and videos. So so that's the that. And then the last is instead of changing the way the ads work, is to actually put some money into to support um, South African platforms to run advertising campaigns, 180 million in ad credits, but on top of that, training and, and bespoke support, uh, which they don't really offer anywhere else, um, to to platforms to in, improve their, their ad campaigns, get more bang for their buck. Do you believe then that after these findings, these marketplaces will be fairer and I suppose as a result of that at the same time be more competitive? Do you expect that to be the outcome of this? Absolutely. And and although consumers are the ultimate beneficiary, and there's many things that will benefit consumers. So, for instance, South African platforms don't um, display that certain top ranked um, listings are actually ads. And it's important to see that. So consumers will benefit, but businesses will also benefit. I mean, if if businesses have more options on which to list their products and reach consumers, then there will be more pressure on the commission fees charged by the largest platforms. That's a benefit to them, the lack of dependency, and especially small business, because with certainly without exception, we found that small business um, benefits from having platforms like this, but once they're on the platforms, the large businesses get more prominence, and that over time erodes the ability of small business to, to really benefit from the digital economy. James Hodge, thank you. Chair of the Online Intermediation Platform Market Inquiry on behalf of the Competition Commission and the Chief Economist there. I do appreciate the time. 17 minutes now to nine. You with SFM. Your mediated conversation continues around uh, the new rules and about online retailers. Kevin Tucker is the founder and CEO at Price Check. Kevin, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Thanks for having me. You've been in the space for many, many years. What impact has what the Competition Commission suggests is not quite fair behavior had on the online shopping market in South Africa? You know, that's a very good question. Um, And first of all, I just want to say that, you know, we've been participating in this inquiry since the the beginning of it. It's been a a number of years um, of, of... anticipation i think waiting for a finding uh, against google and we we are somewhat happy with the with the findings and the remedial kind of um uh, actions that they've suggested um and you know to answer your question very briefly google has had a, a serious impact on uh, the local ecosystem positive and negative i think um you know positive in in the sense that Google's platform is so big and so um, uh, what the reach of it is so great that with businesses listed on any of its advertising products, they do uh, see a significant upside in their business, but it costs a lot of money to be there. And unfortunately, what that means is that they become less dependent on alternatives. Um, And one of those alternatives is price check. And I think um, this inquiry has kind of shed some light on how dominant Google is and how their dominance negatively affects local platforms. And, um, yeah, I'm hoping that some of these remedies are, are going to change the dynamics of that. Though uh, there's a long timeline for them to implement this, and I'm hoping they don't take very long to implement these remedies. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm positive that it will have a, an, an upside for local platforms. Do you believe the actions, particularly around Take-A-Lot, will go far enough? I mean, do you think they should have gone further? And I realise this is quite a difficult area. Regulators around the world are, are grappling with this. Look, I think, um, you know, knowing what I know about Take-A-Lot and uh, their processes and how the marketplace works, I think one of the best remedies is actually the one that allows sellers to have um, disputes settled within 60 days. So that was one of the remedies um, or the remedial actions recommended in the report. And and the biggest problem for sellers is that they kind of uh, see Take-A-Lot as such a dominant platform um, that they are at the mercy of take a lot almost through throughout their their selling journey, and they feel like their their opinions are um, kind of um, ignored, and issues that they have around product returns and whether customers are allowed to return products or not, and who should foot the bill. I think those those have serious issues for sellers, and I think that that one remedial action will have the biggest effect. But I do I do feel that. Um, Take a lot not being able to compete directly between its, uh, you know, on its retail platform against sellers will significantly help um, people price competitively. I think one of the issues for consumers is that these platforms become so dominant that pricing, um, you know, becomes kind of arbitrary and the, the retailers are trying to suck as much margin out of the platform as possible without thinking about the consumer. And I think having a much more competitive pricing environment will definitely help consumers and local businesses. You make the point that they're big and it may be true of Take-A-Lot, but it's even truer of Google. Um, Do you believe this will actually change what we see on Google? Will we actually notice as a consumer the impact of what the Competition Commission has actually ruled here? Do you think we're actually going to see a difference in the display and that will actually change our behavior? I think behavior is very hard to change. Um, I think one of the things that really kind of cemented how people interact with Google was COVID. Um, You know, many local businesses, especially ours, uh, were forced through no fault of our own to kind of reduce um, the resources that we could employ. Um, You know, our staff worked 20% time over the COVID lockdowns and uh, we weren't allowed to list, uh, you know, particular products that were banned at the time where Google could kind of operate freely since they were um, not beholden to South African kind of laws. And what that meant was that consumers became kind of addicted to Google and the search results and how they interacted with them. And so I don't think you're going to see systemic change in terms of how uh, consumers behave and interact with Google's results. But I think some of these suggestions from the uh, Competition Commission around uh, showcasing South African sellers and South African platforms will help consumers make informed decisions. And they'll be able to filter out this flood of you know, cheap uh, imported goods and listings where you know, the price looks really good, but it will take 18 weeks to deliver and you're not sure what the VAT and import duties are going to be when it lands in South Africa. And I think you'll be able to make really smart decisions around shopping. Um, and hopefully, you know, including price check in those results will help consumers make much better uh, shopping decisions. And that's really our biggest hope. That's enough advertising, Kevin. Um, in the end, <laughs> we want cheaper prices. We want a competitive marketplace. Do you believe, there, is there any other regulatory way to make that happen? Or do you believe we need to sort of leave it to the market in the end? 
I think I, I think the market is dynamic enough and competitive enough to to kind of sort itself out. I think you know we've always been of the opinion that a, a fragmented market is very good for consumers. So we want brands like Macro to be growing faster and pick and pay and all of these other marketplaces that may exist to kind of level the playing field. And then what that does is it just dynamically kind of opens up competition without having to regulate. Um, and I think that means that, you know, they need to be empowered to be able to offer um, uh, services to consumers that compete um, directly with uh, the large platforms like Take A Lot and Google. And I think, you know, maybe that's uh, part of this funding mechanism that the Competition Commission has recommended. There's a venture fund that they've suggested the government set up along with private industry. And I think that can really help local platforms to grow significantly and offer competitive opportunities. Kevin Tucker, thank you. Founder and CEO at PriceCheck. Really appreciate the time. You with SFM in a moment. Brendan Peterson from the Reframed Group. Ten minutes to nine. Mediated Conversation on SAFM. Continuing your mediated conversation around the online marketplace in South Africa. Brendan Peterson is editor and consultant at The Reframe Group. Brendan, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? I'm well, thank you. The online marketplace has become really big in South Africa. Is it beginning to challenge retail stores? I mean, I see delivery motorbikes everywhere all the time. That's online shopping. Are retail stores now beginning to feel the pressure a little bit? You know, I think after COVID, definitely, you know, everyone wasn't able to go to the stores. So the only option you had was to sort of adapt and move towards these sort of safer online ways of delivery. So I think that's had a massive impact. Obviously, there's also the rumor of Amazon launching, you know, either this year or next year in the country. So I think, you know, those are just two of the factors that are driving people towards, you know, the adoption of, of online shopping. That and having these apps and things all on your phone at, you know, such easy, easy access. That means then, I mean, there was a time, and there still are court cases about anchor tenants and shopping malls, about who gets to be where, about who actually gets the most display window in certain places. That All of that's moving online. So it's completely changing yeah. the way we shop, and that'll change the way we behave. Yeah, but you know, like Kevin said, changing behavior is such a difficult thing, whether it's for a business, whether it's, you know, for a person. And I think that's also what's been behind the slow adoption we've had of, of online. As I said, obviously, things like COVID have, you know, dramatically moved that forward. But we're still not at the same sort of parity you'll see, you know, with other countries around the world. Why is that? I mean, I realize that data has been a problem, but more and more that is being resolved. Why are we sort of so far behind? I mean, South Africans, one, we, we like to see a product, we like to, to feel it, to sort of experience it. Um, that's one part of it. But also, I think for such a long time, we've not had access to so many of these sort of brands and products and things that are now starting to flood into the country. So I think that sort of unknown as well is also something that, that people are a little bit cautious of. And also, you know, we're people of, of habit. We like getting to the places we, we've grown up getting to. So whether that's, you know, a pick and pay, whether that's, you know, a checkers, whether that's a whatever it might be, you know, we like those places because we know those places. We know what to expect from them, whether it's good or bad. These sort of new entities are very much unknown entities in terms of personal experience. So it comes with a little bit of apprehension for consumers in the country. 
So our regulators are now basically telling Google what to do. And it was interesting because yeah. they're clearly part of this market inquiry on the one side. They, <coughs> excuse me, I presume, will have to comply with the findings. On the other side, um, Kevin Tucker made the point a moment ago that during the hard lockdown, they could sell things and, and display things while uh, price check and other websites couldn't. How difficult is it for our regulators to tell Google what to do? Google is Google, Brendan. You know, this is this is a global problem. It's not just a South African problem. I mean, we've just seen in the EU, for example, you know, they find Google um, with a massive antitrust fine. And it's not the first and it's not going to be the last. You know, your comment about Google being Google, I think is the same you could say about a lot of companies in South Africa. Take a lot is take a lot. Um, I think the moves that they've made are smarter than, you know, say, let's say Google, we're forcing you to break up into X amount of companies in the country. I think the move to say, listen, you've got to help South Africans prioritize South African sort of platforms and, and sort of producers of things was a smarter move. But I don't think that that's actually what's going to have the biggest impact on a platform like Google. Funnily enough, I think the biggest impact we've already started seeing around the world is from platforms like TikTok and Gen Z because they're not turning to Google anymore to search for things and to shop for things. Um, there was a, a Neiman's Lab report saying that about 40% of Gen Z, I mean, this is according to Google stats, 40% of Gen Z is now turning towards TikTok to search for things and to shop for things as opposed to going onto Google. So I think that's what's actually going to cause the shift. Well, I was going to ask this question, which is one of the things that Google and Microsoft and some of those big tech titans have said is that their time at the top will be limited. They will be taken over by someone else. Are you suggesting when it comes to the online marketplace, to Google, that's already happening? Yeah, I mean, we've seen the beginning of that. But as much as, you know, these companies say their time at the top is limited, they also have almost unlimited resources to compete with these sort of up-and-comers, so like the TikToks. And we've seen platforms, you know, like, like Meta, with its you know group of companies, which is Facebook, WhatsApp, Instagram, all of those things, you know now now threads as well, try to take on these competitors and try to do things like move shopping towards online. So they're not you know completely at the at the mercy of platforms like TikTok. Um, Google and Amazon, so they dominate the space now. You mentioned that Amazon uh, is going to launch soon in South Africa. We've all heard about the fuss around their headquarters <laughs> in Cape Town. So then, I mean, is that going to change the game in South Africa? If you take a lot, you might be enjoying 2023, but 2024 is going to be a lot tougher. I mean, Amazon comes with a certain amount of heft. Yeah, and, you know, the, the interesting thing about this is just with the rumor of Amazon having launched, have a look at all the work sort of Take A Lot has done in the last couple of months in terms of what they're now offering people, including, you know, their partnership with, I think it's Pick and Pay. You know, I don't think that something like that would have happened as fast had it not been for the sort of impending threat of Amazon. So I think we're already seeing the sort of impact on the market. I know that a lot of the electronics uh, brands, the consumer electronic brands, are speaking to Amazon in terms of, you know, how can we work with you to better provide services to customers in the country in terms of products they can get, but also after sales service they can get. You know, they want to make sure that they're aligned across the board. So I think behind the scenes, the things are happening. I think that a company like, you know, take a lot, companies like Price Shake, especially, I can completely understand where they would be concerned because right now the dominant players take a lot. That's going to be overtaken by Amazon. So what does that mean for smaller platforms like, you know, like Price Shake, like like so many others, like, you know, uh, one deal a day or whatever it might be. Um, and I think that this is an opportunity for them to start looking at, 
you know, where the local value is, you know, sort of hearkening back to what I said about South Africans have been very apprehensive about online because we are very traditional people in the way we do certain things. So hearken back to those values, you know, made locally, sold locally, these are local people, I think is a great angle to play up as opposed to this is an international corporation coming in and, and sort of bringing you these things. So with all of the changes from the Competition Commission and with Amazon coming in, do you expect goods to actually get cheaper for South Africans? I mean, it's it's a difficult thing to say because internationally we've also seen an increase in prices for many things. And I think that this is where a lot of these sort of behind the scenes conversations have been happening, which is, you know, sort of price alignment. I want to say that for certain things, we will see a price uh, drop, whether that's going to be permanent or not remains to be seen. But I mean, there are also other forces at play within the country that are maybe beyond, say, the Competition Commission or, you know, unknown by many of us that are impacting these sort of costs and prices. So I don't think we'll see that reduction in price for as long as many of us would like. And I don't think we'll see it for as many product categories as many of us would like. But I definitely think we will see it, at least in the sort of initial phases of, of Amazon in the country. Brendan Peterson, thank you. Editor and consultant at the Reframed Group, bringing an your mediated conversation today. My thanks also to Kevin Tucker, the founder and CEO at Price Check. And starting us off today, the chair of the online intermediation platform market inquiry at the Competition Commission, James Hodge. Uh, I must just tell you, I'm off tomorrow, I'm afraid. I will see you again on Friday. It's okay, it won't be long. You'll miss me tomorrow. Maybe, maybe not. I will be back with you on Friday. But the